I've been thinking about this all week. Part of the comfort uh, we should take around the so-called rabid outbreak of free speech this week is that words don't automatically lead to anything. So you've got your two prime examples this year, right? You know what I'm talking about. One, Chloe and her outburst on Palestine, and two, Willie and his outburst on potential, uh, this potential vote over the treaty. Now, the difference is one has an implied threat, the other doesn't. Swarbrick should never have said what she said. It's inflammatory. You have a responsibility as an elected member of parliament to try and at least be a little bit moderate, but the upset is about her comments specifically, not what might come out of them, because little of anything will come out of them. I mean, you could argue she adds to the fear that Jews uh, may be feeling right now. So yes, highly irresponsible, and the fact she doesn't apologise or get it makes it worse. But then I ask you the simple question, what else did you expect from somebody like her? But with Willie, and might I add Debbie of the Maori Party and Marimer of the Greens, they might have suggested something similar. They're talking about action, civil disobedience, or in Willie's words, war. Maori will go to war five or ten times worse than the Springbok tour. Now, the trouble with that is it's straight up and down, it's a straight up and down threat, isn't it? I mean, there's no disguising what that is. And what it is, uh, is we're actually talking about here, is a vote, a referendum. A question for the people of this country as to how we deal with the treaty. Now, the treaty has been interpreted in a way by the previous government that many, of course, don't like. You could actually argue their treatment of the treaty may well lead to the sort of result they fear if it got to a vote. But that is the insidious thing, isn't it? It never got put to the vote. Things like Heipuapua were secret. So have they dug their own grave? Could it be different if they'd been more inclusive in the first place? Either way, the threat is against democracy. They don't like democracy. These are people to be feared. Not because they may hit the streets and go to war, but because they don't want the rest of us to have a say, and they hope before they hit the street they can scare us into submission. See, democracy thrives in sunlight, free speech, and the exchange of ideas. Not anger, bitterness, and fear, but that is what they are selling. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. 90% of parenting is just thinking about when you can have a break. (sighs) And when you do take a break, enjoy the Parenting Hangover podcast. They go together like a tutu and jandals. We've said from the get-go, we ain't parenting experts, but it's cool to hear, what is your neighbour doing? What do they say? A problem shared is a problem halved. Oh, that's good. Not that my children are problems, but I feel better talking about it. The Parenting Hangover with Clinton Jordan. New episodes every Thursday on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.